Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. Nicholas Rod here. Chris Baker here with you on this Friday morning. Chris, kick us off, as we always do, with today's weather report. In Los Angeles, California, it's partly cloudy and 66 for the partly cloudy weekend. In Houston, Texas, there are thunderstorms today. Uh, high of 74 in a sunny weekend. Chicago, Illinois, it is raining and 57 with a rainy weekend. And New York City, partly cloudy and 65 with rain moving in on Sunday. Now, Chris, now none of the viewers will, will notice a change, but for us uh, recording this, it's a, it's a bit of a change for us. We're doing this in the morning. We got that morning feel today. Nick, we've had this conversation before, and I love morning recordings. I think I would my... much rather do them now than when it's like eleven o'clock at night. Oh no, I completely agree with you. Um, I think my favorite time to record, honestly, is like right in the middle of the day. That just right in the middle of the day is kind of annoying. <laughs> just because you're in the middle of something, and then you're like, "Oh, I have to record," and then you try to go back to that something. It's just easier to either get it done and out of the way Mm -hmm. so you can go back to the other things that you have to do. I I will say... Two o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I will say, like, one nice part about recording in the morning is that I am able to kind of wake myself up. um, I won't say quickly, but I'm not one of those people that needs like, you know, three cups of coffee to wake myself up first, you know, give me an hour and a half and then you can talk to me and not one of those types of things. But so it is nice to record nice and early like this at the same time, I would have loved more sleep. <laughs> well, you were up late last night anyway, you doing an article, but yeah, I got a decently enough sleep, but. Nevertheless, I'm ready to go in the morning once I take my first sip of, sip of Pepsi. Right, right. First sip, I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> I'm pretty proud Until of myself. then, I'm a little mopey. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself. I haven't touched any coffee yet today. Don't get me you wrong. Know? I'll be grabbing a cup right after we're done here. But <laughs> Well, true story. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know why, but it seems like every every week I'm adding more and more computers, and I don't know where, why, or why, when, or where all these computers are coming from. But this morning, while I was getting ready, preparing the last moments of the show notes, I was shuffling computers around, and I had my Pepsi on like a little coaster thing because I have a really nice wooden desk, and you know how. You, right, right. You know, it can ruin the desk. Yeah. Well, I hit it with mm. one of the computers and the cup just started waddling back and forth oh no and keep in mind i have a brand new desktop computer right next to us like no please like my heart just stopped i was frozen just watching it waddling back and forth luckily it leveled itself out <laughs> thank god that would have given me a heart attack like i was just staring at it like all time stopped and i was just watching it teeter back and forth like, I was frozen. I couldn't stop it. <laughs> watching that. Oh, God, that's horrible. No, that would have given me an absolute heart attack. 
it was bad enough when I accidentally pulled my diffuser, my oil diffuser off the desk, uh, and water went everywhere on the floor. It was uh, like one of those things in my head. Like I was thinking, would I rather dump on the desktop, the school's laptop, or my laptop, or the <laughs> iPad? <laughs> it could teeter. It uh, could teeter that way. Yeah, yeah. But that's my heart attack story for the day. Um, but, you know, today is Friday. It is. It is. Um, it's going nice. to be a nice day, I think. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. And uh, weekend coming up, I'm hoping for a nice weekend. Uh, got some stuff to do, some things to work on. But uh, overall, it should be a pretty decent weekend, to be honest. Well, for us, Saturday, it's going to be 64. So yeah. I'm going to be outside all day finishing the yard work to get ready to trim shrubs in the next month. And then Sunday, it's supposed to be kind of a rainy, crappy day. So I'm ripping up the carpet in my office. Mm. I, um, I'm i pretty excited. I'm, not, I'm probably not going to be outside at all on Saturday. But one thing I will probably be working on, and definitely with the window open, get some fresh air in here, is... Uh, I'll be adding to our list of places where this podcast is located. Um, so I'll be working on getting all of our previous episodes all the way up till now uh, up on up on YouTube. So that'll be a fun little project. Oh, you should have fun with that. But we've rambled on enough, Nick. I suppose it's time we should get into the news. I mean, there are some pretty big news headlines this week, lots to cover, so we should just get right into it. No, I completely agree with you. So the first thing that we start out with is the end of the Derek Chauvin trial. After 45 people testified in three weeks of testimony from the police, including the police chief, eyewitnesses, and medical experts, it was time for closing arguments. This took place on Monday. This has been one of the most high-profile cases in American history. There was a marathon of closing arguments uh, Floyd's family lawyer said that this was no accident. They played the clips of George Floyd saying over and over, I can't breathe, for the total 29 times he said it. Eric Nelson's, uh, Derek Chauvin's lawyer, said the prosecution failed to show a burden of proof, and Derek Chauvin did anything a reasonable officer would do. Um, after the jurors went to deliberation, the judge called out Senator Maxine Waters, saying her comments of, quote, we want guilty, 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 or we will get more confrontational, end quote, could cause an appeal or even a mistrial and is a disrespect to the civil system. That brings us to the actual verdict. And as... For sure, everyone knows across the country, Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three charges. These charges were second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. We have some 
of the audio from the judge reading the verdict, and we'll play that for you right here. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count one, unintentional second-degree murder while committing a felony, find the defendant guilty. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count two, third-degree murder, perpetrating an eminently dangerous act, find the defendant guilty. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count three, second-degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, find the defendant guilty. There was no reaction on Chauvin's face when he was cuffed and taken out of the courtroom. The Floyd family, on the other hand, locked arms during the verdict and prayed. And Derek Chauvin can face up to a maximum of 40 years in prison. Just to show how rare a police officer is convicted, it only happens a third of the time. And Chauvin went to jail to spend his first full night in prison after the judge revoked his bail. The deliberations of the jury took over just 10 hours, and the jury was made up of seven women, five men, half were black, and the other half was white and one mixed race. While waiting for sentencing over the next eight weeks, he will be held in administrative segregation. The judge will determine how long he will be sentenced for, but many legal experts do anticipate that Chauvin will appeal. Meanwhile, the streets were filled with people cheering and celebrating the news at George Floyd Park and the courthouse lawn. So we have an update on the FedEx shooting. Gunman Brandon Hole had his guns taken away previously last year after his mother called saying he was suicidal. Under the red flag laws in Indiana, they took the guns and he spent hours at a mental hospital. The next step in, in under Indiana's law was for it to go to prosecutors, but that's where it stopped. That's how he was able to legally purchase two assault rifles. And under Indiana law, prosecutors only get 14 days, along with they can only issue a warrant for uh, weapons, but not medical, mental health records. So we have... Some news about an incident happening with Peloton and their treadmills. Uh, Video footage showed a four-year-old boy getting sucked under the 455-pound treadmill. Consumer Protection Safety Admission is urging consumers with young children to stop using them. These types of incidents can cause brain damage, several aneurysms, or even fatality. Peloton did release a statement saying, quote, inaccurate and misleading. There is no reason to stop using the tread. Plus, as long as all warning and safety instructions are followed. There has been 39 incidents of, quote, multiple reports of children pinned and pulled under the rear roller, end quote. And like Nick said, there has been one child that has passed away. We move forward to a bit of news on Capitol Hill. The Senate is expected to vote on a bill that would address the increase in hate crimes and expedited prosecution of those responsible. After several amendments and a deal between Republicans and Democrats, the bill would require the Justice Department to designate a point person at the Justice Department, who would, 
would be responsible for expediting the review of these hate crimes. This is based on someone's perceived race, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, or disability. The bill would also beef up state and local resources to handle these different types of crimes and make it easier for victims to report these hate crimes. A recent study showed that there is a heightened anti-Asian crimes have increased 150% in 16 of the largest U.S. cities in 2020. And this bill currently has bipartisan support, House Speaker's endorsement, expected to pass the House and then go to the President for signature. And we expect this vote in the Senate either later today or early next week. Hey guys, just a quick editor's note for you here. So... The Senate vote for the anti-Asian hate crimes bill ended up happening here on Thursday. Uh, It happened after we recorded, so we didn't get a chance to put it into the main episode. So I'll give you the results of that vote now. The vote for this bill was 94 to 1, with the only objection coming from Republican Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri. It will now move on to the House for a vote, and then, as long as it passes there, it will continue on to the President's desk. We will keep you posted with the latest information as it comes out. Enjoy the rest of the show. Moving just a little bit, we have some news about an investigation launched by Attorney General Merrick Garland uh, into the Minneapolis Police Department. The investigation is looking into unlawful policing, policies, and supervisions. This is the first police investigation done in quite some time, as during the Trump administration, there was only one of these investigations done. Under the Obama administration, across both of his terms in office, they conducted 25 investigations. In Columbus, Ohio, there were was another police-involved shooting. 16-year-old Micaiah Bryant was shot and killed 11 seconds after police arrived, and the body camera footage was released less than six hours after the incident. From the video, you can see the 16-year-old Bryant with a knife in her hands, and we do have a little piece of the audio from when Officer Nicholas Redon arrived on scene, and we will play that now. Hey! What's going on? Hey! What's going on? Hey! 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 Get down! Get down! Get down! Get down! And currently, the officer is on paid administrative leave. Well, that is all we have as far as the main news portion of this episode goes. But now we move into rapid news. I will start us off. U.S. officer Brian Sitnik, uh, his autopsy showed that he died of natural causes. The oldest living person in the U.S. has died at the age of either 115 or 116. She has 300 grandchildren and great-grandchildren combined. For my favorite part of the day, Nick, tell us, what's your good news story to send us into the weekend? 
Okay, this was one that just kind of put a nice little smile on my face, gave me a nice little warm feeling. So I figured I'd share it with you guys here this morning. So, of course, because of the pandemic, you know, people have been separated quite a bit uh, from one another. And this can especially be said for uh, kids at school. A lot are doing online learning. A lot are, you know, just completely separated from one another. And this is happening at all ages, of course. Um, There were two first graders who got to uh, just have a moment of kind of normality and a little happiness after about seven months of these two first graders uh, getting to know each other online and through distance learning, they finally got to meet for the first time in person. And uh, this was given to one of the girls as a birthday gift. And she had no idea. Uh, Her mom surprised her with it. They were just kind of walking down the path at their uh, local park one day. Uh, right around her birthday and she saw her friend for the first time and immediately ran to her and one quote that the uh, that the mother said I have I just have to read because it just kind of made me smile a little bit she said they don't let them hug they don't let them close to each other that being school So when they finally saw each other, she was a little apprehensive. And then she looked at me and she's like, I don't care. I'm hugging her. That that quote right there just kind of made me smile. Um, But yeah, just a nice little, nice little heartwarming story. It is. It's a nice little heartwarming story. Two friends reconnecting after, you know, a year separated due to the pandemic. And now, you know, that's, I like that quote, says a lot right there about what people have been through at all ages in the past year, year and a half. Yeah, I mean, when you think about kids that age, um, the amount of, like, think about it, when you're that young, you want to be, for the most part, around other kids and around other people all the time. You know, that's when you're forming your friendships. Uh, that's when you're really you know, getting to know a lot of people from school and all that. And because of the pandemic, a lot of that has been stripped away. A lot of that's been changed and uh, they've kind of been forced to halt all of that. Um, so to be able to form this connection through distance learning and then finally being able to meet, finally being able to um have that sense of normal interaction that's like that's huge Mm -hmm. yep it is good job nick you found another great good news story but until monday morning make sure you follow us on our blind boys politics twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news so you're always in the know make sure you follow us on our personal accounts to see what we're up to make sure you check the link in our show notes to read the most recent articles nick just put out a article of the highlights of the murder trial of Derek Chauvin, the most important parts. And of course, we have many, many more articles on there that we don't generally talk about here on the podcast. We try to keep those two separated. But until Monday morning, have a great weekend and see you later.
Have a good weekend, everyone.